This is Plant-Based Briefing, The Modern Turkey in Need of Thanksgiving Deliverance, an excerpt by Karen Davis of United Poultry Concerns at upc-online.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. This is the curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate articles on plant-based and vegan topics with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And I'm honored to have permission from United Poultry Concerns from Karen Davis to read her content. She has so much content that she has created. She has made such an impact in educating people and advocating for chickens, turkeys, domestic fowl. Karen, as I mentioned in the last episode I read from United Poultry Concerns, sadly passed away on November 4th. She will be missed. She did so much for animals and for educating vegans. She's leaving a huge gap and hopefully we can all step up to help fill that gap in our own ways. For example, by helping to educate family and friends during the upcoming holidays about turkeys, about what amazing sentient individuals they are and how they are treated in order to be products that people consume. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing and let Karen Davis educate us some more. The Modern Turkey in Need of Thanksgiving Deliverance, an excerpt by Karen Davis of United Poultry Concerns at upc-online.org. At a distance, turkeys look like other worldly visitors moving gracefully through the grass. Close up, one sees their dark, almond-shaped eyes and sensitive, fine-boned faces. In pre-Columbian times, over 10 million wild turkeys ranged in what are now the United States and Mexico. They thrived from forest to plain, needing only foliage cover for nesting, trees for roosting, food such as nuts, acorns, and grass, and water. Destruction of much of their natural habitat and heavy hunting drastically shrank their numbers and original range. In mating season, wild turkeys, or toms, form territories that the hens move freely in and out of. A typical group includes one male and about five females. The turkey hen seeks seclusion to brood her eggs, which hatch in the spring not far from the mating area. The turkey mother is alert, protective, and brave. If surprised before her young can fly, she may freeze or sound a warning note causing her youngsters, called poults, to dash for cover. She may then threaten, attack, or pretend to be hurt to distract the predator's attention to herself away from the poults. After a few weeks, the poults fly and roost with their mother in trees. Hens and their poults flock together apart from the male flocks, moving about their home ranges with mother and young closely bonded until next year's mating season. Like their wild relatives, domestic turkeys are unsuited to the harsh turkey confinement systems, in which 15,000 or more birds with three square feet of floor space each are forced to sit and stand in filthy litter, breathing burning ammonia fumes and lung-destroying dust. They develop respiratory diseases, ulcerated feet, blistered breasts, and ammonia-burned eyes. They're loaded with vaccines, antibiotics, sulfonamides, mycines, and tetracyclines. International Hatchery Practice reported that the last decade has thrown up numerous examples of new diseases in turkeys, including rhinotrachitis, paramoxivirus 2, and salmonella enteritis, a major new bacterial source of human food poisoning that can cause arthritis, blood disease, impaired immunity, and death. The weekly agribusiness newspaper Feedstuffs 
says turkeys now suffer from a combination of problems. For example, in recent years, turkeys have been bred to grow faster and heavier, but their skeletons haven't kept pace. They have problems standing and fall and are trampled on or seek refuge under feeders. Pathologically obese, commercially bred turkeys develop congestive heart and lung disease accompanied by engorged coronary vessels, distended, fluid-filled pericardial sac, abdominal fluid, and a gelatin-covered enlarged congested liver. Their hearts explode. Consumers could eat a diseased turkey or turkey part for dinner. The Associated Press reported that researchers are looking for ways to keep afflicted birds alive long enough to get them to market. Turkeys are de-beaked and de-toed to offset the disadvantages of overcrowding, leading to downgraded carcasses. Toes are amputated without anesthetic. Beaks are amputated with a hot machine blade. Research has shown that the hot blade cuts through the sensitive beak tissue, causing lifelong pain and suffering in the mutilated, disfigured bird resembling human phantom limb and stump pain. Modern turkeys are so heavy and misshapen that they must be artificially inseminated to reproduce. Obscenely, the males are quote-unquote milked of their semen by phallus-manipulating teams who stick it in the upside-down turkey hen's vagina with a hypodermic syringe or the operator's breath pressure blown through a tube. Artificial insemination spreads fowl cholera, a major bacterial disease of domestic turkeys. When they're between 12 and 26 weeks, turkeys are grabbed by catchers and carried by their legs upside down to the transport truck. Jammed in crates, they travel for hours without food, water, or protection from the weather to the slaughterhouse. There are no United States laws regulating turkey or other poultry transport. At the slaughterhouse, turkeys are torn from the crates and hung by their feet from shackles, head down on a movable metal rack. Torture for a heavy bird especially. They may or may not be stunned, whether by a handheld stunner or an electrified water bath through which their heads are dragged. Many turkeys receive pre-stun electric shocks. Poorly stunned birds suffer intolerable pain, says a researcher in Turkey's. Stunning includes a recovery phase. Turkeys can regain consciousness during this period of recovered respiration and heartbeat. Each year, thousands of turkeys suffer the added agony of badly cut necks, bleed-out, and scald tank immersion, alive, conscious, and breathing. This year, it is to be hoped that the growing trend of alternatives to the traditional decapitated turkey with dead wings and leg stumps for the holiday dinner will continue. I think turkeys would agree. You just listened to The Modern Turkey in Need of Thanksgiving Deliverance, an excerpt by Karen Davis of United Poultry Concerns at upc-online.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, forever grateful for Karen Davis and all of her contributions. I have recorded a number of episodes written by Karen and a number about turkeys as well. If you want to just search for turkeys wherever you listen to the podcast, or if you don't have a good search field where you listen, go to plantbasedbriefing.com episodes, and there's a good search field in the top right. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.